Previously on QuestFest. So we're trying to stealth across the field. Okay, go ahead and give me stealth checks. Let me know all four. Nat 20, baby! <laughs> nice. Nat, nat 1, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nat 20, but it's a disadvantage, so that's an 11. Oh. Well, wait. Mine was 19. Hell yeah, little kids, let's go. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't really matter because unfortunately, though the combined efforts are valiant, you hear from behind as Edwin trips and falls and makes a small screeching sound as he hits the ground, <laughs> as the air is knocked out of him. Everybody immediately roll a dexterity save. Edwin got an 11. 16. Edwin got a 6. 17. Oh my gosh. 12 or below, you immediately fail a large green ball of acid descends and explodes. Those who succeeded will take six damage. Those who failed will take ten. That's not what I remember. So what happened? Uh, I think it was water. I don't think there was acid. I think it was just water. So I think we just got wet. As the acid ball descended elsewhere, another wizard counterspells, and the acid dilutes and turns to water, which falls, splashing the party, but doing no damage, other than you're all somewhat cold and wet. Oh no, my weakness! <laughs> and when you're gonna catch a worse cold! I'm, me- I'm melting! I have water in my boots, and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> You did it, man. Ah! <laughs> As you cross over into the next valley, you see on the horizon troops, though they look spectral and almost ghostly, eerily blue. And they are facing off against what looks to be a large, 30-foot-tall fiend, or perhaps aberration. Behind you, you hear the spectral army begin to charge, and uh, you see the fiend taking chunks out of the land. As you're looking, you see that the sky has circled, and behind it is a purple haze, and everything left in that haze appears to be burning. Blossoms of fire emitting from those left in the previous area. You move on, coming across to your next section. You see the valley that Godport had told you about just beyond this area, but before you are eight bodies lying on the ground, reaching up towards you, and from them are creeping vines. Roll initiative. initiative. <laughs> I got a nat 20 again. Nice. <laughs> I did too. Oh. <laughs> Ed- Edwin rolled a nine. <laughs> 12. This is kind of how we want our initiative order to go. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Unless we want us to like lay down buffs first, but I was going to say at low levels, but nothing is more powerful than a level 10 wizard destroying a GM's entire plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have an 
I don't have enough like spell levels or slots oh, to no, give yeah. good buffs at the beginning first. Yeah. So Jeep, you do go first. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, is there space where I can dash around the people and the vines? Or do we have to go through them? So you could attempt to go around. Um, you suspect at the rate that the vines are creeping out that they will overtake the area within, you would guess, if you had to make a meta guess, two rounds. So you could potentially, running at full speed, um, mm-hmm. could go east or west of it. You also know that your companions might not have as much luck. The body um, clad in uh, the white apparel of the uh, school looks up at you and the face um, seems to have shifted into clod-like dirt. And it opens its mouth and shrieks. But when it does, the only sound that comes out is almost the sound of rocks being torn in two by a great hammer. It's like a gong. I think I will run up close to it and create a five foot by five foot wall so that it cannot get to us. Okay. That is your turn. So you are now essentially a five foot wall uh, I've created a five foot by five foot wall in between you and the initial uh, bodies. Rin, what do you do? If looking at the vines, is it possible that they're cut through? You think that you would be able to cut them, yes. I think at this point, I'm going to just start wildly thrashing at them with my, my axe and just chopping it up and seeing what happens at that point. So you're going to go, um, instead of going forward, you're going to go essentially just a touch around the wall and begin chopping at the vines that are um, growing outward. Correct. Okay. Roll an attack. 18. Okay. You succeed. Roll damage. Four. You succeed in chopping... Uh, some of the vines with a great heft of your axe. But as you do so, even as you pull it back, you see the vines holding on and splitting off just before you pull it back, keeping your axe in hand. But you know that perhaps if you had been a touch slower, it would have grown over your axe. At your feet, you feel them begin to spread. Jeep. You see the vines begin to creep over the wall you've created but stopping at the top. You sense that they will continue to grow. Behind or off to the side, you see them continue to spread. And where they spread, you see small bulb-like flowers opening. Oh, Oh, no. Thuin. Thuin. Oh, my God. Justin, it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) I can rename my character. It's fine. No, it's pronounced I actually prefer that, yes. If, if everyone could say Surin, that would be better. Surin. Surin. I don't Surin. know with my, my accent. I don't know if that'll Surin. come out that way. Darn. <laughs> <Surin. laughs> Let's see. All right. 
Um, I'm just going to do the support character thing. Um, Thurin, kind of just seeing everything that's going on, he is going to just go ahead and cast uh, Bless on all of his uh, teammates. Ooh, okay. Are you staying back then and casting Bless? <clears throat> yes. Okay. So anytime you make an attack roll or a saving throw within the next minute, uh, that's adding a D4 to all of that. An extra D4 to every attack roll? Extra D4 to any attack roll or saving throw. Nice. Thank you. Welcome. Yep. Thanks, Thorid. <laughs> My pleasure. Bless is definitely the most powerful spell uh, at early games. It's absurd. As you do so, you see again the vines continue to creep. Uh, this time on the other side um, from what you can see and have begun to grow into the bulbs at the ends. Edwin, it looks like almost all of the bodies have created vines except for two on the uh, right side. What do you do? Can I see an origin point? Like, does it seem like it's a or originating from the bodies or from a point past the body? It looks like it's originating from the bodies, as though each body is the source of these vines. Um, That's, uh, and there's two bodies that seem to be the source of the vines? Uh, there are eight. Um, it just oh, looks shit. like you just see t- the two, essentially, again, meta, you see the two that haven't had their turns yet still creeping. Okay. So what seems lo- most logical to... Edwin is to just try and take out whatever the source is. So I'm going to pick one of those that has already started like budding and uh, send a firebolt at it, hoping that fire helps me out. Excellent. Because it's a plant. Roll for me. That's a, uh, ooh, because my bless, it's a dirty 24. Not bad to hit. You definitely hit. Um, nice. And that, God damn it, that's a one fire damage. You strike it, and as you do, the body that you hit immediately shrivels, the vines whipping back, and as you hear a almost razor-like whip sound, shrieking back. Okay, and I'm, and I'm going to take like my movement to just like get to the back of the pack. Okay. That's, um, everyone, it seems like uh, fire is pretty effective against them. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Edwin, which of the eight did you attack? Specifically, did you attack one of the ones that were close to the wall that was created or more on the further side? Whichever ones look like they have, have bloomed the most. Okay. So I guess one of the closer ones to us, right? Closer to the wall? Yes. So, uh, And I'll say just like two, two hour left of the wall, whichever one is the closest there. Perfect. Jeep, you see the firebolt strike and around the corner, the vines whip uh, back. It is your move. So the body that is in front of me is not producing any vines. It still is. It's the one just to the left of your wall that is not. You see the vines um, on your wall still creeping downward. I guess I will... Try to, uh, so the one that he hit does not have any vines coming out of it. No, they have retreated back into the corpses itself. I think I will go and try and attack that body. Okay. 
So you rush around to the recently creeping vine and you attack. Give me a roll. Mm-hmm. Not good. Don't forget the D4. Yep. Uh, I can't math. Sorry. 13? A 13 hits. Roll damage. Eight. With a concussive hit, the head of this former looking student launches from its body as it collapses the earth around it returning to normal. Rin, what do you do? Uh, seeing this, I'm gonna also attack the things that are around because um, there's more than one corpse, right? There's eight, correct? Yes, but there are vines between you and all of the uh, former corpses at this point. Okay, I guess at that point, then I gotta move away from all the vines and get closer to where the bodies are. They're extending out. The point of origin of each of the vines is from... Oh, uh, so I have to crawl over it, essentially, is what you're meaning? Not to crawl over, but you would be walking in between. Is there any way that I can use the ring to elevate or change so that way I don't have to actually walk through the vines itself? You could create a five-foot space. Uh, You could elevate a small staircase um, multiple ways, in fact. I think that's what I'd prefer to do. Okay. So what exactly are you doing? Creating creating a staircase, as you said. Okay. How tall? Five steps. Okay, so you'll be five feet um, above. Perfect. You can either uh, create it, but you won't be able to step on top, Or you can step out and create it underneath your feet. Yeah, that was the preferred choice. But the vines are between you and that. So So I guess create it and then wait and then hope that I can make it to step up. All right. The creeping vines proceed down the initially created wall by Jeep. Um, And on the side closest to Rin, you see the vines begin to, it looks like, reach up towards the staircase case, but they don't make any. Thuin. 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 Why is this so hard? I don't know, but you're getting better. Um, (laughs) It's your turn. (laughs) So I don't know what I would have to roll for this, um, but I think, so going off of Edwin's tip on fire, uh, Thuin's just going to reach into his, like, backpack and pull out a uh, torch and he's just going to light it and um, start waving it around at the vines and trying to get them to, like, maybe light some of them on fire, but he's just trying to get them to, like, kind of shrink back. Okay. You get close to the vines. Uh, which ones are you specifically? Are you going to go for the ones that's creeping over the wall or um, go further left, closer to where Jeep was, or um, proceed even further right? Can I make it over to where Ren is with the steps? Yes, you could absolutely step on top of the steps if you like. I think I'm going to head over there first and just kind of, I will go up on the steps, but then I'll like kind of wave the torch around down from the steps and make sure that uh, the vines are kind of keeping away from Ren. Thank you very much. Okay. As you... Glad to help. uh, And I I won't make you roll for this, but as you push the fire down, thanks to the construction of the steps. The vines whip back, and you hear them cleave 
chunks of earth off of the um, semi-solid illusionary steps you've created and retreat back into the uh, corpse itself. Nice. Cool. Teamwork. (laughs) (laughs) And does that count as my full action then? I would actually give you that that is an interaction to uh, remove a torch because it is just the presence of fire as you moved forward and caused it to whip forward. You weren't being forced to, like, you aren't stabbing it with an attack. Mm -hmm. Is this a system of vines or is this, like, several different, like, sprout-ups or is this, like, kind of one kind of connected, like, fungal network? It seems, from what you can tell, that each each corpse seems to be uh, the point of origin or origin for each vine set. Gotcha. Okay, that would not work then. Then I will just uh, reach down and give Ren a encouraging pat on the back and cast guidance. Lovely. So that will, in addition to bless, uh, which gives you D4 on attack and check rolls, a D4 guidance will give you a D4 um, on an ability check of your choice. But just one. Is that concentration as well, or does that just... Oh! I did... Oh, bless his concentration. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to do that. Um, Sorry. No, that's... Thank you for holding me to that. So these are these are corpses that we're looking at then. Yes. Okay. Let me see if this will work. Uh, I'm going to pick out one of the corpses. Um, let's say one that's uh, closer to where I'm at, and I'll go ahead and cast uh, Told the Dead. Nice. Okay. Which, if it's a corpse, that means it's hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's D12 necrotic damage. You are correct, and it automatically fails its save. Roll for me. So, I shouldn't say automatically. I should just say that I rolled, as you said, Told the Dead. So, 11 damage. Excellent. You see the vines shrink uh, well, they were already previously shrinking back. Or were you targeting a different one than the one that had the vines shrink back? Uh, it was the one closest to where I'm at. So if that's the same one, okay. that's yeah. fine. You hit. How does your Toll of the Dead look? Actually, let's give this over to you because I think each clearing hmm. tends to be a little different. I have, to actually, I have to ask you a question on this. This is completely out because mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I didn't actually check in on this. Um, I have a holy symbol, but it's for Udex. Um, like, what is the symbol for Udex? So Udex's holy symbol is... The, a, yes. The, the feather sword? Correct. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's that's just emblazoned on his shield then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I think for Toll the Dead, um, I think I'm going to go, like, kind of slightly symbolic with this, and I'm just going to take the... Uh, take my mace and just kind of gong on my shield over that symbol and the kind of let the sound waves go out as necrotic energy. Nice. Yeah. The sound uh, of the uh, shield fills the air like a bell and you see the um, semi-corpse before you shrivel and dissipate. Uh, You see three of the 
uh, other corpses. Um, these on the side closest to Jeep, so the other side, um, are in full bloom and have opened. And within the flowers, you see what looks to be a small, almost face. And I'm going to need you to roll three consecutive constitution saving throws. Oh my gosh. Is this the face stealer from Avatar? <laughs> Uh, is that me? Uh, this is, is everyone she... who can hear. Oh, so basically, no. everyone within thirty feet, which is at this point, all of you. Three saving Three? throws. Three saving throws. As each of the corpses, yeah. what's happening? So that means we get a D four extra to all of them. Correct. Too. Yes. This is yeah. three separate actions and three separate saves. As you can see, that each of the flowers are opening, and as they do so, the faces shriek with a sound that fills your core with terror and your ears with pain. Ooh. How do you do a death save again or whatever? It's a con, it's a con save. Con save. What DAS do you use? D20. 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 Mm-hmm. And then the D4s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add your, add your D4. And then your constitution modifier and then if you are proficient in con saves, then your proficiency bonus too. Thank you. I've got a 22, a 21, and a 12. You succeed on all but the last one. Um, Whoa, I got a 22, a 21, and a 13. <laughs> that is very close. I only got those because I had your bless, though. Well, you're welcome. 15, 22, and 9. I have to do math. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. I have three sets of dice out, so I rolled all the D20s and all the D4s, and the D4s just went along with the ones that they were, so I added mm-hmm. them to those. And I didn't cheat because my lowest D4 roll was with my lowest D20 roll. <laughs> so, so far, it sounds like only Justin has failed once. And then Jeep has failed once. Essentially, the DC, just so you know, is a 13. So if you meet or exceed a 13. <laughs> sorry. Just barely. I know, right? So mine was a 29, a 27, and a 26. Good Lord. I'm proficient in constitution. That makes sense. Barbarians. Jeep and Thurin, you both take Four sonic damage as your ears begin to bleed. Sonic damage? Whoa. Gotta go fast. <laughs> <laughs> Little sonics run out of your ears screaming. <laughs> You're injured by a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> this brings us to Edwin's turn. Uh, Edwin's going to go to the next one uh, to the left. So one, uh, how many are to the left now that are fully blooming? Three? There are only two left that are um, fully blooming. Uh, okay. One is on so the I'm... far side, and the other is on the left, like you're going. Okay, well, I'll go for that one on the left that's fully blooming uh, with a firebolt again. Okay. Uh, 13 to hit. It does hit. God, that's a two fire damage. 
the vines still shrink, whipping back, and you see the corpse um, with the vines having kind of fallen back on it, but slowly it again begins to creep outward. The other one, fully bloomed, also explodes outward, and everyone rolls a constitution saving throw again. DC 13. Oh, boy. Just the one? Just one this time. Okay. I only got a nine. That's an eight for Edwin. With your D4s? Yep. Oh, boy. I rolled a three and a three plus a two. I got a plus one and a four. Come on, I take two. Three and a three plus a two. Eighteen. Okay. Jeep and Edwin. Again, the sonic damage pierces your ears, Edwin, for the first time. Uh, as blood trickles down. Um, Jeep, this time, in addition to you and Edwin both taking uh, three more damage, you feel nauseated and start to fall to your feet. Um, All terrain is difficult to you this time as your Mm. balance is off. Mm, That's not how I remember. (laughs) (laughs) What happens instead? How far back can I go with this? <laughs> Only to the previous action, i.e. what's affecting. So you can I don't stop think we got up this morning. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, Edwin did more damage with this firebolt, but I feel like that's too far back. Well, Edwin, it should be noted, the one that Edwin hit immediately debloomed and rolled backwards. Oh, right. That's true. Okay. I think that that one is not ready to bloom. You see... Or rather, you don't. As it seems, it was a late bloomer. Ah, <laughs> the initial blossoms fading, but you see it beginning to grow yet again from the start. So we don't take the damage. Take that damage. Yes! I was going to say, this helps me and I'm you. I'm so, so squishy. Jeep, it is your turn. So there is ones that are blooming or ones that are about to bloom? All of them. Now, as the turn order returned, as we top the turn order, all that bloomed and exploded seem to have whipped back into the corpses and are slowly expanding outward again. So all of the vines are at the corpse's body at this point. Okay. I think I will just go and attack one by Soren. Okay. You rush across the battlefield. Roll an attack for me. That is not very good. Uh, Ten to hit. You succeed. Yeah. Roll damage. Five damage. Your boot kicks a hole into the uh, corpses, or I should say earth. Earths. Mm, Lots of S's. (laughs) Face. And it falls and begins to disappear. Rin, it is your turn. All of the vines are at the bodies currently. Okay. Um, the question is, and now do I want to stand on top? Or is that an interaction that you're going to allow? Since you did that earlier with the stepping. The interaction I allowed was him lighting a torch. Okay, my bad. I didn't understand. Um... I think at this point, I'm going to shoot my crossbow at one of the corpses that's closest to me. Sure. Ten or higher is a success. Twelve. You succeed. 
That is for four damage. The crossbow penetrates the earthen facade and it collapses. There are four remaining. And it is your turn, Justin. I mean, do we just want to run at this point? You could absolutely get around them now. There are only four and the vines have shrunk all the way back. I suggest running. Is is there are there any objections? Running sounds good to me. Um, I think I'm gonna take a ball out in the next turn so you guys can start running and I'll catch up. Hubris. All right. <laughs> well, all but one. Just go. You got it. We're good. Let's run. All right. Uh, yeah, I think Thurin's just gonna take head point and he's just gonna start start heading out around him. Okay. You advance through the battle arena. Um, there is nothing preventing you from getting to the other side and maxing out. So, Edwin, we move to your turn. The vines of three of them, or uh, yes, I'm sorry, two of them have begun to extend. What do you do? Do I still have a clear path to the other side? Yes, uh, you would be able to. They are still extending. Okay. I'm going to take all of my movement to get as far as I can toward the other side, and I'm going to turn around and aim at three individuals. Um, with a magic missile each. Nice. Excellent. Uh, tell me how this goes. Um, so the, f- the first one I'm aiming for is now like on my right, right? The one I've already dealt some damage to. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, five, five, or five force damage to it. And how does it go down? Um, I, I imagine like Edwin runs over and spins back around um, all like one swift motion with his wand and it it aims towards it. And I imagine magic missile coming out like as like semi-visible because it's force damage, right? Mm -hmm. It's maybe a little bit of like extra light, but I like a a concussive force that just crumbles that one to the ground. And there's two other consecutive missiles coming out as I sweep across and aim toward the next two to the left. Three concussive blows smash into each of them. They have one HP, guys. I want to roll it. I'm giving the damage. I just rolled all four of them, or all three of them as four. So it's five force damage to all of them. That's pretty solid. (laughs) Nice. They all collapse, leaving one remaining. Uh, There is one remaining. It is your turn. Its vines are extended. I will just... Take a dash action and go meet up with the other two. Nice. Ren, what do you do? Run. You run around it. Uh, I know what Thuren does, so uh, Edwin, we're back to you. I'm going to cast a firebolt at the last one as I run away. All right. Oh, it's going to hit. It's a lot. 27 to hit. Well, you Did you crit? No, it was a 19. I see. Plus two on my D for right, uh, right, plus right. six to hit. You, and that's a big old three fire damage on that one. So you see the vines retract, but it is still technically, the vines are, are it's it's still standing because the vines have just retracted. Do you spend the extra what? turn to take it down? Come on, guys, we could get extra credit for this. You see the others in the distance. I mean, are we basically out of initiative order at this point? Yeah, at this point, I mean, there's one left. Its vines are pulled back to itself. 
you're roughly 30 feet away, maybe 35 feet away. Uh, Firebolt again. <laughs> and so, yeah, basically you're watching. He's he, Edwin is still on like the edge of the battlefield. He stopped, fired a firebolt. Looks like he stomped his foot and is now firing another one. <laughs> Uh, 26 to hit. You hit. Eight fire damage. The last one explodes as the fire and ignites the vines, leaving a small burning patch that quickly runs out of fuel. Woohoo! All right, guys, I'm coming. I bet we're going to get extra credit for that. (laughs) You, I I love that for you. He's pretty adorable, Amy. Just so excitable. On the other side, you see the valley that Godport had been telling you about, and it is quite defensible. Um, It looks as though there is a small building at the depth of the valley um, that looks as though previously was a tower, but here uh, just seems to act as a small barricade with arrow port holes. Very small, but large enough you could fire out of. Uh, otherwise, the valley itself is nondescript, um, with entrances on both the north and south side. You are approaching from the north side. I say we go to the barricade and prepare for whatever is coming. I agree. Uh, how far away are the like the port slits? There. As soon as you enter the uh, barricade, they're just along the wall. So oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So if I take a look out, am I seeing anybody approaching? Uh, well, first off, are you guys just going in and entering? Stealthily. You're still technically at the peak of the valley, and it would be going down into it. I think so. <laughs> Ren thinks that we should stealth into it. The man said earlier, whenever it came to everything, that if we did it without being recognized, we might be okay. So stealth seems like the best option. Fair enough. So stealth checks then. Stealthily. Let me know what you roll. Oh, I was like, Brian, what are we doing? (laughs) I I was just waiting for the rolls. Sorry. We're waiting for permission to roll. Sorry? Bless is on checks as well or saves? Bless is on saves. Okay. Not checks or damage. Correct. Guidance would work here, but not bless. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh, oh no. I I don't think it is. <laughs> I I remember us all. You've already into, used it. I have. He still has one. Oh, you're right. You do have, have one. one left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. This yeah. will be the last Jackson, one, do though. You have? Nope, that's I used mine on the acid one? earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember us all getting into the the trench safely. Okay. You enter the trench and get into the barricade and find there was no one inside. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I remember it too. <laughs> um, is, the, is this like the center? So like if we hunker down here, we seem to be safe for the duration? Will we win the game? You're not 100% sure mm-hmm. if it is center enough. Uh, the battlefield goes on in multiple directions. You don't know where the uh, center will line up, so to speak. I don't have a mini-map. Well, you have a yeah, mini-map, but what? you don't know where the final position is. But what you do know is that this is a small, around 20-foot room, about a rectangle, with multiple <laughs> percolis, 
but smaller um, arrow ports, essentially. You could, for example, shoot out firebolts from it. Uh, mm-hmm. And one entrance, which is the door. Um, I think we should probably barricade the door and then be prepared to cast out ranged attacks out the out the holes. Uh, who all can do ranged attacks? I have a crossbow. I, I have darts. I have my axes. Red, you have a crossbow as well. I do. You? I was about to mention that as well. Cool. Um, maybe then um, sheep, you should keep uh, patrol of the door and then the rest of us should get ready to make raged attacks. Sounds good to me. I will use my ring to mold a wall over this door. Ooh, that sounds like a good idea. Okay. So you're molding, um, essentially, you're sealing off the door, correct? We. Awesome. So can we, can we take the opportunity to, like, essentially ready attacks, like, prepare an action? Absolutely. Um, if that's cool. You can absolutely ready an attack uh, for anything that comes through if you would like. So this barricade is essentially at like the bottom of a trench, right? Yes, correct. You have visibility from both the north and south as well. Cool. I'm going to, I think then Edwin will post up like in one of the holes uh, facing the south. Okay. And ready an attack action. So, like the first, like the first people I see come across, I I have a firebolt ready to. Okay. Time passes. If you had to guess, it was roughly around fifteen minutes. Though in the confusion and chaos, time itself seems uh, almost missing. You see a mid-height woman coming down the path looking warily around her, spellbook clasped in one uh, left hand and hand outward um, as though seeking something. She has black short hair that covers uh, a uh, mark that stretches from the left side of her forehead that is currently bleeding. You recognize her as a classman that you have been, sorry, as someone you've been in class with, at least you do, Edwin. Um, This is a student who is a year above you. She looks delicate um, and almost petite to the point of hollow. Uh, You know her name to be Elise. What do you do as she wanders down the path? Um, I'm going to hold true to my ready to action. I think like uh, Edwin finally has like the full grasp of like the goal of the game and is like no hard feelings to anyone that so I'm gonna lob a firebolt at her. Okay. Two things happen then everyone roll initiative just so we have that on the books. Do we all see her? Yes. I, I think you should all even from if you were perhaps in like I'm just going to say yes. Uh, She's not making any attempt to be necessarily stealthily. 17 for Thurin. 13. 16. Uh, Nine. Now, each of you had readied actions. Specifically, I believe you were all ready to launch a flurry of attacks. 
Do all of you do so? You said no. You mentioned kind of a hollowness. Yes. Could Thurin roll an insight check and kind of maybe get more of a beat on that? You absolutely can. Okay. It is worth noting, Edwin is already uh, committed to launching his action. Okay. Not that it matters, <laughs> but just so we know that that is happening. So go ahead and roll your attack for me, uh, Edwin. Uh, 23 to hit. Okay. What did you roll? Justin? And it's uh, uh, three I, fire damage. Perfect. I rolled a nine total. All right. So, threw in. You don't get much sense about her motives. She looks skittish and ready to attack at a moment's notice, but you don't see much past that. Rin, Jeep, were you both attacking? I am not. I'm not either. Edwin, your bolt fires out and hits her in the shoulder. Um, You see her turn and her uh, face contorts in uh, anger and pain. As she raises a hand, it begins an incantation. Uh, initiative begins. Through in. It is your move. How far away is she? She's within maybe 15 feet. She has crested the valley top and is almost on the bottom of the valley here. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will go ahead and uh, fire a crossbow bolt then. Okay. Uh, 11 to hit. You miss. Okay. Rin, what do you do? I'm saying that she's doing an incantation. I guess that doesn't really leave much thought, but I'll do a crossbow as well. Roll. 17. That succeeds. Five damage. You see the crossbow boat. Take her, um, creating a flesh room that slides across her left arm. You see her concentrate furiously and seems to continue on with her incantation. Jeep, it's your move. I will just hold the door and hold the stone over the door. Keeping it concentrating. Got it. Mm -hmm. Her hand flings out and the wall between you and her shakes and rattles and you feel it begin to uh, give way as you see her brow, Firo, her brow, sorry, contort in furious concentration. And then suddenly, outward shoots a golden ray beam that creates a five foot hole and explodes inward as bits of rock erupt inside. Those two in the center of the room. So I believe, based on our previous adjustments, that is Rin uh, and Edwin will roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh, shit. That's only a six for Edwin. Sixteen. It bows inward, and Edwin, you take six damage, and Rin, you take three damage as the rocks bounce like uh, rubber balls pinging and ponging back and forth through the room. As you do so, she uh, steps forward aggressively and 
mutters something contemptuously that you can try to hear if you listen carefully. I would like to hear. I would too. What kind of check is this, Brian? Perception. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, forget it. They took away our it. listen check from uh, 3.5. <laughs> 17. 24. I only got a nine. Nine. What was um, yours, Thuin? 24. 24. And Jeep? I didn't do one. Okay. Thuin, you hear under her breath, damn, Godport, he said it'd be safe here. Interesting. I think Godport might be playing multiple sides to this. That doesn't surprise me much. Uh, of course he is. He's betting against us. Yes, well, he told her that she would be safe here, so I think he's probably playing the field a bit, which not most ethical thing, but not surprising. It is also your turn, Thruin. There is currently a gap in your defenses, i.e. there is a hole in your wall. Yeah. Uh, With the 24, do I get anything else about her. You do. You can see that she has several uh, magical armaments, and in fact, the spells she cast before uh, seem to erupt from her wand and not through a prepared spell. Specifically, you note that she is injured. Beyond what you've already given her, she appears to be uh, bleeding now, leaving a bit of trail of blood behind her. Um, Upon this close examination, you see that underneath her uh, robes that there is uh, what looks to be some sort of bite um, and a chunk missing. Uh, if you had to guess, based on your training, she's on her last legs. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I think Furin is... Yeah, I think he's going to try... Um, hasn't hurt me yet. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and try uh, Told the Dead again. Okay. So... Thurin's going to uh, thrust out a shield and uh, wang his mace on it, allowing the sound waves to kind of burst out from that. And that is a uh, wisdom 14 save for her. And she fails. Okay. That is a d12 since she's injured. All right, that's a three. You see her take uh, grimace and pain as the necrotic energy seems to run through her, but she is still standing, though weakly. Rin, what do you do? Did we skip my turn? No, you were the end of the turn order. Did I skip your turn? We did. I'm so sorry because Elise attacked and then it should have been your turn. That's my fault. Yeah. Go ahead and go now. I apologize. Yeah, I don't mind that. I one of us would have probably taken her out if both if both of us are hitting. I'm gonna uh, go for one more firebolt. Twenty six to hit. That is definitely a hit, Mister Roll Nineteens all the time. Well, I have I have bless and I have a plus six to hit on firebolts. Um, it should be noted. I think bless is running out or should run out. It is a it's- minute long. It's a minute. Yeah, I was going to okay, ask about well then that. Take away you still two from that like one. Massively, yeah. yeah. There's a 24 instead of a 26. Okay, perfect. And that's nine fire damage. 
All right. How does this happen? Um, I think like Edwin being frustrated by getting hit back by that last spell that she like shattered the wall with uh, doesn't even fully get up to his feet, just like gets up on like one knee, lunged out and volleys another firebolt back and knocks her back and out. The bolt pierces her chest, going straight through her robes, and you see her fall to her knees. As she does so, she uh, you see her um, eyes close and face fall forward. And as she hits the ground, uh, you can tell that she is bleeding out. Rin, it is now your turn. I'm just going to step in front of Edwin and make sure that nothing comes to harm him because I, pers- I want to protect him. So that's what I'm going to do. Jeep, it is your turn. <laughs> Since they are both in front of the hole in the wall, I will step in front of both of them and secure the hole in the wall. Before you do that, or mm-hmm. I get thrown, well, are we out of initiative? No, we are not. We are still technically an initiative as she is rolling death saving throws. Okay. Well, okay. I can't do anything before that then. So I make a wall. Okay. The wall erupts forward being created. The previous wall, uh, the one in front of the door, dissipates. Mm-hmm. Elise, well, she seems to struggle a bit. Thurin, it is your turn. Okay. Is there... I mean, I know we just plugged up the hole, but is there any way I can get out to her? The door is... Uh, as she plugged up the wall, the door is now open um, and returned to normal. If you want to get out to her to get a thing... Uh, if you want to get out to her to get a thing, uh, I have Mage Hand. I'm... Honestly, I'm very curious about something. I've noticed... I noticed that there's like a bite on her and some other damage that doesn't feel entirely, maybe entirely consistent with this training exercise. I don't know. I'm just, I want, I just want to make sure I, I guess that she's okay. Like actually okay. Uh, okay. Uh, be careful and it will cover you. Right. Yeah. So uh, Thurin's going to, just pop out the side door real quick and just kind of duck and run over to uh, Elise. Okay. And I just, yeah, like is something, I may be completely paranoid, but something about the bite and like a few of the other things that you've uh, described, like this, the, the damage is feeling a bit more real than it maybe it should to Thurin. So are you going to do a medicine check or perception when you get close? What is your... Um, yeah, let me. Um, what would be the better one between those? There, I I have both. I have the same bonus for both. Difficult to say. Uh, medicine would be my inclination. Uh, okay. I will say that you will learn similar things from either one. Arcana is also an option here if you're looking to see if the mystical element, you know, elements are illusionary. <clears throat> I don't have as good of a bonus to that. I'm going to try medicine and see what I can kind of come up with with that. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, 23. That is a very good roll. 
<laughs> Thank you. I so did you- it myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was all me. <laughs> so you've dealt now with several of these illusionary injuries uh, and you've put your friends back together and healed them. And the one thing that has remained constant is although the injuries feel real, once you heal them, it is though your energy is passing into nothing, correct? It is a uh, almost void. Mm-hmm. And in this case, as you begin to pat her down and you open her robes and you reach, you can feel uh, previously, if somebody had been injured, you would feel the firm skin beneath here. You reach and the where the maw had closed around feels open and missing. She appears to be truly bleeding out, both in the illusionary sense and as far as you could tell, on the other side as well. Okay, I do I have do I still have like um, movement and stuff left for my turn? Yes, you moved over. Uh, you did use your action to uh, get over and investigate her. However, I will also say that with a 23 medicine check, should you have chosen to, you would be able to stabilize her as well. I, I didn't choose that initially. Can I choose it now? I would give that to you because I should have made it known as an option that okay. it's as though you are choosing to both, pat, right? It's, it's a singular sort of action. You're opening her robes. You're checking her. To me, as a human character playing this or a person playing this, right? That's what you would have done in character. So I'll give it to mm-hmm. you. So Okay. Uh, so, yeah. She is and stable, then, but unconscious. Okay. Can I, uh, would this be an interaction? Can I pick her up and start, like, dragging her back towards the barricade? Um, at, now that she is out of, uh, we're out of combat, actually. So we'll go ahead. Okay. And absolutely, yes. You can start moving her back. Okay, um, yeah. On the other side, Rin, uh, Jeep, and Edwin, your comrade has seemingly uh, stitched up and uh, is bringing back the body of the one you just attacked. Um, I, I think Edwin trusts Urin enough at this point to at least like not make any rash decisions and ask what's going on once he gets back. Yeah. Okay. So as I'm carrying her back, I'm shouting over my shoulder, someone get the door, please. Ren opens the door. Thank you. It's Ren. Okay, so I'm just going to, uh, Ren's just going to lay her out and make sure she's kind of comfortable. She she was actually hurt. Like, not, not, not for play. Like, she was actually bleeding out. Something is out there actually killing people. I don't think we're going to get paid, and I don't think the grade is the most important thing anymore. I agree with that. Um, if that's what is going on, it sounds like this is more of a greedy death moment than anything. Um, does anyone have like any sort of healing potion or something we could we could wake her up with and ask her what's going on? I have healing spells, but I I don't have many. I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily run out in case we need them later. Can I do a? Can I do a medicine check for one point of health? You can stabilize, but unfortunately, 
you can't really bring her back until she sort of comes unconscious. Now, if you had some herbs or something... Uh, uh, I have an herbalism kit. You could attempt to try to put together something. However, it would take time as you're effectively mm-hmm. making a mini potion. Mm-hmm. You're best bet would either be to heal her or to let time pass and she will naturally wake up. Did, did we, when we retrieved the medical supplies, that was all just like illusions, illusory, like we didn't actually get any real medical supplies. Convenient. I think I will try to apply some herbs to her wound and see if that will work. If someone would like to continue holding the wall. I think I can manage to hold the wall for you. Then I... Okay, we we could try. I don't think we could afford to spend a whole bunch of time, though. So let's yeah. try hurry. I'll assist with the herbs uh, and kind of just lend my medical knowledge okay. to it. So what I'm going to let mm-hmm. you do here is roll two medicine checks. So effectively, you're rolling with advantage. I will let whoever has the higher of the two rolls roll. This is a statistically very improbable roll, is what I will say. Okay. Um, what do you have for medicine? Or- um, I have a plus four to medicine. Okay. I've got a plus five. So are we each rolling? We're each rolling one? I will let you either both. You could roll both with her assistance as though advantage, or if you would rather, both of you roll once. <clears throat> Ah, uh, if you want to roll two, go for it. Okay, I will roll two. Okay. That is lovely because I got a 19 and a 20. Nice. Okay. So is that a, is that a dirty 20 or a 20? It's a net 20. <laughs> so with, with a nat 20, it is worth noting that typically you cannot crit on skill trek checks, but let it be known that I am not an unforgiving DM. <laughs> you- okay, well, then it is a 24, uh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you see her... Um, hey, Brian. Suck it. Why do we play D&D, guys? To make the DM mad, obviously. <laughs> I peeked so hard on that, and I'm so sorry. I, I just like how like cute and small you made it. You're like, hey, hey, Brian, um, suck it. <laughs> could, could you please? Uh, with the twenty, you see her gasp as the smelling salts and the herbs combine from the poultice you put uh, on her, and she surges awake. Um, Her eyes, uh, each a little out of focus, um, slightly different dilations. She looks around at you and says, what's going on? Okay, well, first of all, we attacked you. Sorry about that. Didn't know full scope of the circumstances. Second of all, you were bitten and bleeding out for real. Why? What happened? In contrast to her uh, sort of petite form. She begins to curse violently uh, in uh, uh, common 
uh, like a sailor, uh, I will. Fuck! <laughs> Shit! Um, God fucking damn fucking. God, fuck! Like that? Uh, more like those yeah. fish fucking bastards. They told us that way and just keeps going on. Uh, I will, for the sake of uh, Cameron editing, leave it <laughs> there. It ends with those rogue fucking sons of bitches. I don't know. And she takes a breath and her eyes are beginning to return the focus. And she says, I just, the, I didn't. How could you tell? Um, he's a cleric. <laughs> I look, we've, we've all been in here for a little bit. I just saw a bite. I hadn't seen a bite before that seemed off. And I just, I, some, I don't know, something felt like it needed to be looked into. It was a hunch. She, you see her patting her wound and she said, it felt like any of the other injuries. I, it was just a dog. A, a, you know, vaguely denom- uh, demonic dog summoned by that rat fucker Tam Bladeleaf. But it was just a dog. What do I know about Tam Bladeleaf? Yeah. So Tam Bladeleaf, uh, or fellow Tam Bladeleaf, uh, is a Fourth year student. Um, he is he is not a well known student. Uh, you would have run into him perhaps here and there eating at the cafeteria, um, but he keeps to his studies and he seems to be of no real importance. Um, you don't hear his name. He is not popular, nor is he so unpopular as to be noted. He simply stays in his circle. He studies, he tests, and he scores in a middling proficiency. Uh, The only thing that is slightly noteworthy is that he works with guardian Glim Graven, who is a professor um, as well as one of the high-ranking paladins and works around um, studying advanced healing magics. Um, but again, this is not terribly uncommon. There are almost 20 or 30 who work in this sort of capacity. Yeah, but that seems um, pretty dark. Did he, it sounds like he summoned a hellhound. That doesn't seem like something that someone studying healing would do. No, it doesn't. Uh, your name was Elise. Is that correct? Uh, she nods and says, yes, uh, Elise Lockwood. Uh, did you come in here with a party? You see her kind of, um, she nods her head and she says, uh, yes, but unfortunately, they fell in the acid trap. Uh, I told them to fly. Well, per- perhaps you should stick with us then. In case any real damage comes to you, perhaps we can protect you. She looks around and she says, well, I guess it's my best bet. Um, be honest, yes. it might be your only bet, honey. Um, are we going to just stay here and try and wait it out or should we try and get out and get to the bottom of this? It, if someone is bringing in real danger under the guise of this simulation, I, that could cause some real harm. 
at this point, we're just sitting ducks right in here. So maybe we'd have a better standing chance of at least moving. Okay, Elise, do you remember like where he was? Do you think we could locate him? She sets her jaw and she says, he's out on the main battlefield. He's part of the spectral battalion this year. Um, they're <laughs> fighting that fiend. And of course, any unlucky students that get in the way. Of course. She- so what do you say, guys? We, we go for it? Probably we should. Is there any, do we have any way of getting in touch with uh, Godwin to kind of give him a heads up that some not kosher shit is going down? Um, <laughs> last time you were aware that when you spoke his name, it seemed as though he was never too far away because he sort of uh, snuck in. Um, and every time you've said his name has shown up. Hmm. Hey, hey, Godwin, we need some help. It's Godport. Godport. How many times do I have to tell you? Joffrey, we need some help. (laughs) It seems like someone is actually causing real harm in here. You hear a buzzing sound and uh, he blinks in in front of you um, outside the door. What was that? So someone seems like Brian, what was his name? The Tam Tam, Tam Bladeleaf. Um, it seems like Tam Bladeleaf is causing real harm. It sounds like he he summoned some sort of like hound that that bit Elise here and and caused real lasting damage. Uh, that's not very safe. I think we should probably try and get to the bottom of this. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, 19. He looks at the four of you and he says, that's that's just not possible. I, There's no way that could... And then he sees your resolutedness. <laughs> Resolve is the word I'm looking for. It is. Uh, and he says, how can you be sure? Look at her wound. It's, it's real. You can... There's an actual chunk missing. This isn't an illusion. You see him. He walks closer to Elise. Um, and as he does, he takes his time. He looks um, both thoughtful, but also uh, respectful. Um, you hear him mummer, may I? And she agrees. And he runs his hand over her. Um, and you see his pinky ring begin to illuminate. And all of the illusionary blood and all of the dirt begins to dissipate, but the wound in her side remains. Uh, and you see the real blood that had flowed forth continue to exist. His face pales, and he says, this shouldn't be possible. Give me a moment. That is. Uh, and you see him, he walks off, and he crooks his finger, and he seems to be pointing at somebody and speaking. Uh, feel free to roll a card Arcana here. Oh, I will do that. I am good at I that. I will do that. I am not good at that. That's only an eight. Twelve for three. Thirteen. None of you recognize this spell. You hear him murmur a few words, uh, and then he seems to be listening in response. And he turns back and he says, I need you to stay here. Don't do anything that could cause harm. And in fact, and you see him 
he warps the air around you as his hand sort of runs across the walls, creating um, thick, almost three and four times as large walls, um, making the space much tighter, closer to around 10 feet now, but with thick um, guarded walls and a door that is uh, looks to be metallic. Did he pack the hole too? Yes. Nice. Um, he reaches down and he says, I'm going to take her to safety. And then I'm going to investigate Tam. You stay here. I will call for you. But I want to... No. I want to help. He turns and says, no. This is too dangerous. If people are accidentally harming those out there, we don't need first-year students getting killed. Stay safe. Um, he reaches down and then with an audible pop, disappears with Elise in hand. He can apparate too? <laughs> One get killed. I'm tough. You are incredibly squishy. Darling, it's okay. We'll help out with other stuff later. But, uh, okay. I think you deserve the rest. You did get... You did not get hit. <laughs> uh, I did get hit. Okay. I got hit by the wall. I'm down to half health. We could definitely use this time to rest. I don't think there's much else we can do. Kind of stuck here. Immediately. So are you saying that you might take something like a short, short rest? Rest? Rest.